right, we'll go on then, ask me. Fangs? No. Turn into a bat? No. Sleep in a coffin? Not if I can help it. Afraid of the cross? It's a 2,000 year old symbol of hypocrisy, slavery and oppression, but it won't burn me face off. Silver bullets? That's a werewolf. Sunshine? Oh yeah, well, that's legit. You die? You mentioned a sunscreen. That was a nice bonus, but I just, I've got to be careful. I can't just go wandering out. I've got to bundle up, sleeves, hat, shades and that. Otherwise, it's trouble. You kill people? Not if they don't deserve it. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Oh, I love it. Appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut. <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do? Right, what's going on? Today is Tuesday, June twenty eighth, and this is episode number four hundred and no shit, three hundred and forty three. <laughs> we skipped a lot there for a second. Uh, <laughs> this is episode five hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's all of them. Uh, three hundred and forty three of the panels on podcast. Find all of our back issues and all of our other shows at pcn.panelsonpages.com on the podcast network. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. I'm the Pornhub Boris Johnson at the Down Syndrome birthday party. Jesus, fuck. Uh, Jose Guzman. Fuck. <laughs> Fallout boy. <laughs> Conspicuous by his absence is uh, uh, Mr. Nyes' ward, uh, Kelly Harris. He is out uh, doing a, um, there's a Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, simulcast thing going on tonight, Rift apparently. Tracks, yeah. And uh, it sounds like a fucking rad time. A uh, big so, yeah. reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone who's ever on been on the, the show. show. Including Kelly. Kelly got invited to be on the show. Yeah. Fucking for sure. Uh, you think Kelly looks at Fall Out Boy as like classic rock? Jesus. We uh, had a party, <laughs> a pool party over the weekend, as is our fucking lot in life uh, the past several weeks. You're that family now. We are that family now. Guess what? Um, You're having another one next weekend, motherfucker. We, we are exactly having another <laughs> next weekend. We uh, skinny dipping? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Nicole's on the Facebook group. Hey, make sure everybody brings their swimsuits. I'm like, or don't. And shit can get weird. <laughs> yeah. But, A specific kind of weird. But Nicole says, put the music on because we have this rigged up outdoor sound system we, we put together. Hell yeah, with a tape deck. Goddamn right. And so she says, uh, I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? Uh, she says, just play that, um, that, that Spotify playlist kind of towards the top, the oldies but goodies. And that's the fucking, you know, playlist that played Fallout Boy at one point. I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck curated this oldie but goodies playlist, Spotify? It's neither old nor good. <laughs> Zoe did. It Disqualified. Started, no bullshit. The uh, oldies but goodies playlist on Spotify starts at 2005. <laughs> the fuck well that was 11 years ago that's the other part of that sentence yeah that's that's the problem because uh we fucking old now you guys so so speaking of like 
uh, old tape decks and old technology and pool parties and shit like that. I remembered the other day that I had floated the idea of bringing the Nintendo 64 and uh, uh, No Mercy WWF No Mercy with us. For oh, I don't hate that at all. That's a fucking great idea. I, I need to go and look and see how many controllers we have. I think we might have three. Uh, mine, Jose's, and then like an extra one. If you uh, only have three, I, I can find us one more. Well, I'm yeah, sure you got that, that uh, fucking old school video game place over by you guys. Yeah, uh, that shit closed down big time. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. One of them did. The other one is still open, though. So yeah, and I, fuck, I might have one of my mom's. If not, um, no goat's got one. So all right, cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah. I will remember to disconnect that sucker and, and pack it up and bring. Yeah, it if you got three, we can find one more, no problem. Easy, easy peasy. I mean, I would say just bring your PS4 controllers and we, or PS3 controllers. We can play like on uh, you know SmackDown or WWE 12, or whatever the fuck I've got. But let's be real, it'd be more fun playing No Mercy on the N64. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better get your belt out of storage, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we saw Tylotane's hand. I don't, I don't see a number one contender yet. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm saying. You're talking about title shots. We don't even know who's number one contender. That's it. We have the tournament Saturday, and we fucking have the finals match on Sunday. I, I oh think we got some shit happening. I just got a nervous flop sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, everyone has to cut a promo, and we play it before each match. That'd be amazing. Never before, before No Mercy, it never have I practiced so hard at something and just gotten... to get your ass. <laughs> Whoa! Don't let me tell it. God damn it! <laughs> no, but essentially, yes. Like been practiced so hard at something and gotten so good at it. I, you know, I was, I thought it was pretty damn good, only to just come within a fucking mosquitoes cunt hair away from that title <laughs> time and time again I, I have the it. longest reigning motherfucking champ <laughs> in this from, in this bitch I would uh, I would win it from him but I would never beat him in the rematch never and that was that was the rule like automatic rematch yeah just yeah. just like it anyone be. can win one match right you gotta win two matches. I could never. You win two matches. It's legit. It's yours. You keep it until I get to play you again. But yeah, motherfucker, you gotta, you gotta bring that shit that. down, Jose. You gotta fucking nut up or shut up. I feel like, man, shit. could be some real shit. Y'all figure out who the contender is. Then come. Then come. Then come barking up the champs tree. <laughs> we'll have qualifiers all weekend. We got, we got, we got days, man. I'm just saying. Then then come crawl up the fucking winner's tree. <laughs> Come remember, stay in uh, my clubhouse. During that time, uh, during that, that N64 heyday, my stepdad, uh, Paul, was the manager of our local video store, which just meant we got all the fucking games he wanted all the goddamn time. We didn't buy a whole lot of games. We just, we just fucking bring them home for us, which was kind of cool in some time, but sometimes it's a fucking drag because No Mercy, for whatever reason, would write save to the cartridge and not necessarily like the memory card pack. Right. So, Occasionally we would lose our shit, and even odder, there were two No Mercy cartridges at that store. One of them was just straight up WrestleMania 2000. Like, 
the sticker with No Mercy and everything on it looks like No Mercy, but you fire that bitch up, it was WrestleMania 2000. Ah, uh, some fucking kid unscrewed the cartridge and replaced the, the shell on it, probably. Yeah, you just never knew which one you were going to back to Blockbuster and fucking laughed his ass <laughs> off. Yeah. It's, it's a good move. Good move. I can't even be mad at that. Uh, so, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, fucking see these fuckers this weekend, having a big 4th of July shindig, blowing some shit up, and you'll be able to partake in... Uh, my brand new step I built. You better just make sure your house can handle all the feet wiggling that's about to happen. <laughs> feet wiggling? Because I will wiggle the fucking feet, motherfucker. Lee, if if you, you don't know about wiggling the feet, you can't even touch the champ. <laughs> you remember when you, you do a move on someone and your opponent would reverse it? Like, say say they got you got them in a suplex, and they bring you up straight up for the suplex, but then their feet start to wiggle, Yes, and then they you bring you down it. and reverse it. That, that's wiggle the feet. So whenever we're in a move, all we're screaming is, wiggle the feet, wiggle the feet! <laughs> Whoever wiggled the feet the most would win the match. It's true. Because sometimes it would just be like punch, oh, block, and, counter, yeah. block. Punch back, block, counter, block, counter, counter, block, block, counter, counter. And like we're in like 10 deep, 15 deep, 20 deep. Yeah, we were doing Will Ospreay versus Ricochet before it was cool. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, Haas the Boss cooking up the sauce would fucking lay the leg drop. Or El Jaguar would fuck. Mike, 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 like we, we all had like. A stable. Our stables, yeah. where we picked existing wrestlers. We actually had a stable. we had a draft. Yeah, we had a draft. And, and, and you and picked we, who you wanted, yeah. but the head of your stable was your. Oh yeah, we were deep. Specific, create a character that was you. That was, was the head of the stable. This sure. was during the era where we lived together and we were doing a lot of drugs. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like weed had just come into play. <laughs> So like, it was like we, fucking just cool. We just came out. Like it was new. <laughs> yeah, you were at that fucking midnight release party for weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my my team, my boys, was me, El Jaguar, which which I had, you know, my street clothes, and then I had like my Planet Hollywood busser uniform. I had my Margaritaville busser uniform. That he he is the longest reigning champ, but his thing was like, I fucked up your midsection. I just had like like all the knees, all the coolest yeah. fucking knees you yeah. can imagine were there. I had a backspinning roundhouse to your fucking gut, like just moves that fucked up. I gave you so much poopy tummies by the time the match was <laughs> over. And then, but my stable was Triple H because that's my boy. And then I rocked some Macho Man. Yeah, because that's my boy. Yeah, no one ever got up for the elbow. No, no. Oh, Macho Man! God damn, and Macho the- Man! The matches that man has done some <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then, I, and then I had um, uh, 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 Ultimate Warrior. Yes, Ultimate just Warrior. Leg kicked you to fucking death. Yeah, like some some of the moves weren't necessarily true to the character, but the ultimate warrior had this side shin kick. He would kick you in the shin and you would just drop like a fucking rock every single time. (laughs) It was such a pain in the ass. 
And then uh, Brett the Heart. Brett, Brett, Brett the Hitman Heart. Brett the Heart. Boy. <laughs> um, angle. These were all, oh, I, I, I rocked some Angle. These were all creator wrestlers. Even the characters that were on the game, we copied yeah, we them, made them and juiced them up. Oh, just, they're right. Just, okay. Like to where, to where they, now they're legit. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, and this was, you know, this was 2000, 2000, this, this game came out. So it was uh, the, you know, it was pre Brock Lesnar and all that. So we had to create these guys. And like, right. I had, I had Rhino, I made Rhino and I loved Rhino, but they didn't have like a finisher that was, oh! that was a gore. So I would have to just beat your midsection, just all game like hit you with every single one of my moves just so I could hit you with the Goldberg spear and then pin you and actually pin you. Greatest hardcore champ in the world, Sandman. <laughs> oh, Sandman. Sandman. Sandman motherfucker. I would I I would go that and man eight nails. I would go and buy like the ECW DVDs that were out at the time and watch them and take notes as far as what moves each wrestler used in order to use them in our creator wrestlers. I like it. Yeah, like, we had legit, like, like if there wasn't something that was, like, way, like, way out of that person's realm. Yeah. Like, Bam Bam Bigelow pedigreeing people. <laughs> you know, he doesn't get the fucking pedigree. Bam Bam Bigelow doesn't do that. Like, we'd call each other out, like, eh, I don't know if he does that move. <laughs> You know, I, I, I don't know if, if Sabu uh, fucking people elbow anybody. <laughs> so Not yet. that move is gone. Like, oof. Maybe you never gave him a chance. The only, the only thing I regret is that we didn't, like, log it down. Right. We, did, we didn't have an all-time-forever scorebook. Like, we, you know, all we really know is who was the champ the last time we played that we ended. Right. You know, just whoever had the belt at the time was the champ. But right. I wish, like, we had a book of, like, stats of, of wins and all that shit. But. Yeah. And I've got about we, 10 of those shitty plastic memory cards, probably, maybe a quarter of them still work and we just right. packed them full of as many creative All wrestlers as we could. And then we went nuts. What I made, uh, Bruce Lee. I made Bruce Lee. Shit. I think we had a Joker. Didn't Chris Horton. Didn't he try making a Joker or Probably, some shit? Yeah. Uh, oh god! You mean I mean you fucking made all those guys? That's, that's that was a part of the fun of that whole thing. Yeah. This oh, was we would have tournaments heyday. like you would draft, and that's who you who you played. I think we made a we made a stable of like uh, uh, horror movie icons at one point. So like we had Jason Voorhees and Leatherface and yeah. Freddy Krueger and shit like all like on a team. Yeah. And like it was back then you had to kind of like approximate it sometimes, but. God damn! Yeah, like, yeah, to where today you, kinda, you can just fucking do it. You kind of have to look at them cross-eyed and be like, eh, "Yeah, that's not bad." <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, it was like you squinted and you were like, "Oh, I see it. Cool." But now, god damn, you can do like anything. You can, I think you can. You're one step away from just being able to upload like your fucking face. 
No, you, you that is yeah, they did not that. one step away. That is happening. They, if you have a connect, it'll scan scan your face. Like oh, you can shit. play uh, uh, my next door neighbor. Uh, I don't have a, a 360 or an Xbox One, which the lady calls Nintendo. Like everything's Nintendo. <laughs> like, oh, like Nintendo. I love her. <laughs> Say what? It's not fucking Nintendo. <laughs> Like there's a big difference, and she was like, "Oh, you gonna go play Nintendo again?" <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but I I bought NBA 2K last um, uh, 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 Black Friday because it was fucking fifty percent off, and I was kind of hoping to have an Xbox One by now. But I was like, "How can how can I if I'm ever gonna buy this game fifty percent off?" PS4? I have a PS3. Okay, okay. I have a PS3 and a 360. Me and Mary okay. have the PS4. The but, uh, but I never, I never upgraded my system. So what, what, what I do is I don't buy Sony's from the store. Our, our good buddy Isaac, he is he's a he's a gamer. So when he upgrades his PlayStations, you know, when the new model or the like the the PlayStation Three I got, I got that because he. Bought the backwards compatible larger hard drive. Ah, I see. So then he sells me his at a discounted rate. You know, it's a couple years in. He's played it. I'm not getting the big hard drive. Right. So he sells it to me at a decent price. So when the new round of Xbox 4 or 3, wherever they're at, comes out and he upgrades, he's going to well, sell doing his... uh, The new PS4 should be out soon if he does that kind of yeah, shit. I saw that slim one, well, which, uh, which that'll probably be the one I get. They're doing a, because a all new Xbox, too. Play what's... Mary, what's yeah, they're the doing the, the slim ones, and then like like the new one is going to be like 4K compatible and shit, too. Yeah, but, but, but I don't even have a fucking 4K TV, and like the big thing right. is like the VR, and I'm right. not ready to put a VR goggle on. Yeah, I'm not there the yet. Yeah, I think I'm too old for that. Too old for VR. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, I can't even ride Transformers. I don't want to sit there with goggles on to play a game. I, I, I'm i not saying it it wouldn't be cool. I'm just saying get off my fucking lawn. Yeah, my, my brother is a big early adopter of all that shit, man. Luke has all that goofy shit. Like, and he had the, uh, the Samsung VR gear thing last year for a little bit. Yeah. And that, that's the thing. It doesn't happen anymore because, you know, once he's fucking played with it, he gets tired of moving on to new shit. This is what he does. But... They let me play around with them. They had this, um, he had this um, Avengers thing for the VR, and so it's like it's more or less like a three-minute video, whatever. You slap the thing on, and you're in Avengers Tower, you know, as the Ultrons are attacking, right? And so it's all this like, just super slow-mo shit, but you can look in 360 degrees, like, oh, what the fuck's happening? You turn around, oh shit, there comes the Hulk, that kind of shit. And like I'm looking at this thing, and it's like, man, you know what? This is really cool. But who gives a shit? Exactly. Like, this is really neat. Don't get me wrong, but like I'm I'm never gonna fucking clamp this thing onto my forehead and sit in my living room. Possibly because of the thirty eight percent chance that Cole's gonna draw a dick on my face. Yeah, if I walked in and saw somebody just flaring around and doesn't have any idea what the fuck's going on in in the real world, I'm gonna fuck with that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Between my wife and my fucking two kids who claim they love me. There's no way in hell I'd be able to get away with that. No fucking yeah. way. No, you can't even shit party. in peace. Yeah, I can't even shit in peace. That's right. 
but yeah. It's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be a goddamn good time. What it's gonna be? It's gonna be fun. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, and I did, like I said, I did replace a step for you guys for the weekend. So you're fucking welcome. Now, like, uh, headed headed from like the patio out to the backyard, or like on the on the pool ladder, or what? no, from the from the porch, the the back porch down to the the ground. I was just you know doing jaunty little run down the shit like I do, and the top step just fucking broke, like. Just the top one, not the rest of them. So, you know, getting that one step off was something of a challenge. Um, as was the horrible, fucking oppressive heat yeah. Saturday. It was so goddamn hot, kids. I took my shirt off outside. <laughs> in the yard. It was fucking crazy. And they looked at his neighbors and said, say something. I'll choke you out. <laughs> I bought a hatchet to beat it up, didn't do shit. So I had, you know, because like, I had to get the thing off because it, it broke off like one side of the nails holding it in place. So I had to get that fucker off without like disassembling the whole goddamn staircase. I don't do that. So the idea was to get that one fucking stair off. So I ended up eventually just getting this pie bar I had and just fucking John handring the shit out of it and just fucking smash and smash, smashy smash, and then putting about thirty seven nails into it. Because boy, did I not want that thing to fall out again while somebody I love is walking down those steps. <laughs> One stair breaks. Lee takes a, a pry bar to it and has to replace every single stair. No. One stair. <laughs> well, One again, stair. If, if I accidentally kick something just wiggling my feet, I apologize. The other ones are going to be fine. They're going to continue to be fine. In perpetuity. <laughs> hey, now you know just, how to fix them. Yeah, it just takes, you know, all day. In the so did you have time. to, like, the the this, the step, like, the wood was broken? or just, Yeah. So you had to, like, cut wood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I went to Lowe's, picked my wood, and had some fucker cut it for me. <laughs> Let's not go crazy here. <laughs> I hope you got some nice pine. I did. It's quite nice. So I got that, but I have like one, like you know, it's un, it's un, it's unstained. I gotta stain it in the next couple of days. That's kind of nice. But uh, you know, that that was that was, that was cool. Uh, but yeah. Um, otherwise, what else? What the fuck else to talk about before we move on? Um, oh, uh, you guys don't not don't watch the Game of Thrones. Is I, I know this, but I gotta tell you. Um, oh shit! Hang on. Jose, send us up in the message. No, hang on, hang on. You still hear me, right, Nice? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Let's see if we can get him back. I'm adding him back right now. Yeah. I saw him. I almost immediately saw him drop as as I saw his message. There he is. Hey, here we go. Hi. Well, it kicked me out. I rejoined the call. It was on for like a, a half a minute, and then it said that everyone left the call. And it's all right. The call no worries. Shit happens. It's all right. <laughs> but no, yeah. So like, I know you guys don't watch the Game of Thrones, is, um, and you no, know I myself I've have been, a I've long been... documented, uh, you know, love hate relationship with the Game of Thrones. Yeah, but more hate than love. 
from you, I'd say. And yeah, seeing your but- response to this season has has gotten me really jazzed for Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's the best season they've had so far. It How is, many seasons? Absolutely the best season. Six seasons? Yeah, this is the sixth one. It, it is hands down the best. And, like, the last two fucking amazing payoffs like like no bullshit the 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 battle they had the last last week was the best like medieval style battle like ever committed to film like it's fucking staggering like not even in a backhanded like you know for game of thrones way like no it was it's just fucking amazing to watch it was thrilling like goddamn amazing and then you know goat and i were talking it's like okay well they did all that shit what the hell are they gonna do you know how are they gonna top that for the finale, because like you know that one should have been the finale. There's nothing left. Oh, what fools we were! Like, holy shit! Now you know if you haven't heard, haven't seen it yet, or whatever. Wants you know light spoilers and shit like that. But uh, uh, the shit that Cersei does, played by Lana Haiti, the 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 Queen Mother, she fucking busts out some next level evil shit to where like you know she's never been good right like she's always been you know shady and like you're know, kind of one of the villains of the show she fucked her brother uh fucks present tense like <laughs> on the reg. like, like on the reg yeah like they're they're like in love and shit you know that's her whole fucking thing is you know like technically none of her kids have any legitimate claim to the throne because they're all incestuous bastard babies like technically you know but it doesn't matter because all her kids are dead now and now she's fucking unhinged and like has gone like full on evil queen mode and it's goddamn scary. And like the the wardrobe they picked for her was amazing. Like her dress is badass in this episode. Like she normally has these like kind of light colors, loose, like plunging <laughs> necklines and shit like that, you know? I don't but, I don't want to sound gay or nothing, but your dress is pretty badass. <laughs> it's so fucking badass. Like she goes from these, you know, plunging necklines, like showing off all this cleavage and shit like that, to where this she has this uh it's all like the stark black, you know, tight form fitting fucking neck up practically to the chin with these badass like armor things on the shoulders. It's fucking dope uh, and just really good. I told Nicole, I'm like, you know what? Although Nicole gets turned off by anything with a sword in it in general. Like, she's like, I'm out. She doesn't even give a fuck about that. But I'm like, you know, you got to go a long way to get there. But the payoffs are pretty fucking solid as the show goes on. And again, not just for Game of Thrones, but it was fucking great. Uh, and, and I can't necessarily say the same thing uh, for the preachers. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm holding in to the preachers. Oh no! Like, are, are they losing it for you? It's just, it's got, it's, it's nothing's happening. It's really, really slow. And I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there because, you know. If nothing else, they're gonna get shit moving like next season. You know, they're gonna move out and like and kind of leave Anvil or whatever, and then kind of it'll kind of. It sounds like it will probably be more preacher esque that we kind of know and expect. And you know, at the beginning, I'm like, hey, you know what? Fine, it's not the same thing, but it's totally accurate and shit like that. And I guess to agree, it maybe still is, but it's they're 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 departing with some of the character stuff. A bit far, like far enough that it's kind of, kind of like ah, I don't know that I like that, you know. Like the biggest thing being that Jesse is taking a very active role in like wanting to be the preacher in Anvil, mm-hmm. like, and it's like that's you know he never ever wanted that, like you know he was he, like never did he want that, and 
not even like begrudgingly, like he fucking fought against that like forever. But they're really leaning into that notion like hardcore as the show goes on. And, you know, maybe that's all just so that, you know, when the shit doth eventually hit the fan, but like he falls so hard and kind of whatever. And I guess there's always the potential for that. And I don't want to you know, shit on it before it's done, but I, I just worry because like if I'm having a hard time giving that much of a shit, like what's a normie doing? It's like, are people going to watch this enough for it to come back for season two? And I really hope that they do. Well, they kind of make- have to strike that perfect balance between trying to keep the diehards like you and then also not scaring away the normies. But, but like, I just don't see people talking about it, which is a shame. It's definitely, it has not caught fire like Walking Dead did. Right. You know, yeah. Nothing catches fire like Walking Dead did right, right off the start. But right. still. But it's just not, you know, it's not a whole lot is happening. That's the thing. Like, if, you know, even if it wasn't necessarily the shit that you were expecting it to, like, if something happened, it'd be one thing, but just, it's, you know, it's, it's just pacing, man. Pacing is, if, more often than not, if I have a problem with the TV show, it's because of the way it's paced. And that was one of the big problems of Game of Thrones and up until this past dead. season. They fucking just firing off on all cylinders. You know, and that's, the thing I hate the most consistently about Walking Dead is just, you know, <laughs> shit won't happen for weeks, you know? And, like, you know, they're not going to all be fucking barn burners, but goddamn, something needs to happen. The My favorite pacing problem of Walking Dead is shit won't happen for weeks. An episode occurs where all the shit happens, the episode ends in the middle of the shit happening... And then they go back in time for the next episode. Oh, God damn it, yes. <laughs> uh, and, like, and you can say that because that's a thing that happens more than once. It's happened at least three times. Yeah. It's a dick move. It's fucking terrible. So tell me this. Uh, we've only watched the first episode, but I think I read something online that suggested they've already debuted The Saint of Killers. Yeah, The Saint of Killers was in the cold open of episode two. No shit. Yeah, but like not in present time. Like they're they're okay, they've only, okay, they've, okay. Like he was in the the second episode and the most recent episode. But that's the cold open has been like, you know, the stuff set back in the eighteen hundreds in Ratwater. So like gotcha. the first episode has him leaving his family and the second episode has him the next one has him getting to Ratwater, you know, getting in a fight, coming home, finding his dead family, grabbing his guns, presumably to go to kill the entire goddamn town the next time we see him, whenever that is. But they've yet to wake him up in pre- in like present day. But I um, just gave my sister in law Don the first trade to read a couple weeks ago, and like in flipping through that, like they wake the saint up like in issue three. Like <laughs> that's the thing about you know that story fucking moves so quick. Like they they set you up and they get the ball rolling immediately in the comics. Like here's our characters, boom, great. They're on the road. Let's go find God. And, you know, maybe they weren't going to do that in the show, but fuck, man. Got to do something. Got to do something. And it's, 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 it's more than anything, it's Jesse trying to be all shiny, happy people that bums me out. Because this is not who he was. And that, that's the biggest thing for me. Especially after, is, is he trying to be shiny, happy people because of the word? Or it just, just in general? I think he was he was getting ready to 
kind of you know burn it all down and say fuck everyone in this this goddamn town. And then he got the word. I think he's you know he sees it. You know he I think at this point he thinks it's like you know God and him or whatever. And right. so like that's his his you know opportunity to save the town. Like he's legitimately trying to like you know bring salvation to Odin Quinn Cannon and shit like that. You know. Yeah, he was the end of the first episode. He's in the church, and he's like, seriously, this is the last time I'm going to ask you, God, show me a right. sign, and right. then the word kicks the fucking door down. <laughs> and, yeah, and so far, like, you know, he's using it, like, you know, he's using the word to help people, which, that's nice, I guess, but, you know. Uh, except for that one guy. <laughs> except for that one guy. But, like, you know, he's... He's not told anyone to go fuck themselves yet, which is a real shame because that was a real memorable <laughs> moment in those first couple issues. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I don't hate it, but I really feel like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of clinging on, hoping for season two, which I, at this point I kind of hope they get one because, like yeah. you, no one's talking. I don't see anybody talking about it. But it's but not maybe, like it's not powers. No, which fucking goddamn that <laughs> got a season two. <laughs> Apparently, Power Season 2 is out now on the PlayStation Network. And, like, you know, I remember reading that first week talking about how, like, you know, basically the entire crew is gone from the first season. And, like, it's definitely, yeah, they're definitely following up on the events of the first season. But, you know, it may practically be, like, a brand new thing, which is promising because, like, you know, as much as I might have kind of been into what was happening on that show the first season... It always looked like shit. <laughs> so maybe the new crew is what it needs. I'm, I'm thinking about checking it out. Uh, at some point, I'm sure I'll watch it. But you know, if if I can watch that first that second episode, uh, second second season opener, and it you know looks like a fucking TV show made in this decade, I'll watch the second episode. <laughs> See how it goes. But that shit looked like some straight up, like what's a good. It looked like an episode of, you know, Pamela Anderson's VIP. <laughs> it had that kind of like, you know, mid-late syndicated. You know, it looked like a syndicated, not like like fucking Paradise and Thunder. You know what I mean? Like it looked like that. Thunder, Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Oh you man, know, VIP. Night Rider on a boat. <laughs> Talk about a blast from the past. What, what channel was that? Even on? I think it was syndicated. It was syndicated. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Back when, like, those shows were a thing, man. Like, is there, I mean, like, I know, like, like, your your daytime court shows, like your Judge Judy's and shit like that, your Judge Mathis's, like, that, that's all syndicated. But, like, there aren't any more syndicated dramas, are there? Not really. Not really. They all go to the cable networks, essentially. Like Because there are a million of them. You would think some of the shit they have on USA would be the syndicated TV shows like uh, right, right, Suits right, yeah. and White Collar and all that. I guess that's the difference. You're right. Yeah, there's so there's so much more on cable and satellite that they cannibalize all that shit. You're totally right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So now, now all they do is they, they syndicate like reruns on the networks. But yeah, you're, that's the only thing there is. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> yeah. The I'm on the VIP IMDb right now. Yeah, you and are. The, and the uh, thumbnail image at the top of it is <laughs> Pamela Anderson holding a gun with her two hands and then looking like she's squatting to take a poop. <laughs> well, that was like on the poster for everything for that show. That yeah. was like the thing. Ridiculous. 
But uh, what do you got going on? Is anything we're talking about? Uh, we have spent all of our downtime in the past week watching the new season of Orange is the New Black, which is really good. Uh, like three in on that, yeah. Uh, the only complaint, no spoilers or anything, is, and th- this is a complaint to the ending of last season too, is they're ending the season in the middle of a very, like, action-packed moment. Like, last season ends when they all jump in the fucking lake. Right. And you would expect it them to start the new season maybe like three months down the line or something like that. Like They all jumped in the lake, and then, ha, 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 they all brought them back in, and now we're three months later. But no, it starts, they're in the fucking lake Right. the new season starts. And this new season ends very much in the middle of the action, and it... Like, you you see it coming, too, and you're like, God damn it. Like, I know what's happening, and I know I'm going to have to wait a year for it. And it kind of sucks, but I guess that's just the way they're doing it now. The, that's just the way they're telling the stories. Cause they don't and they really... know now that they got renewed for, like, three seasons. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It's not like I'm not going to watch next season, but, you know, it it this season felt more like the second half of season three. Kind of like they do the, you know, uh, Walking Dead in two halves of a season. Right. So I there's don't know what is bigger in these 90s era Pamela Anderson photos, her hair or her boobs. Because uh, that chick had some hair, you guys. She did. She did. Like, like Dolly Parton 80s big hair. Almost. Giant fucking hair. Huge hair. Like a lot of moose. And then <laughs> a lot of moves. She yes. she had the big hair, and then like one of her VIP sidekicks was like no hair, just a short little crop top dude. Fucking set yourself a, set, set yourself apart, man. And that one redhead uh, on VIP, Molly Culver. I think last week wasn't I talking about how it's weird. I don't remember when I talked about this or who I talked to this about, but I think it's weird nowadays seeing. Actors that I know in commercials, but yes. the commercials treat them as if they're nobodies. You know, yeah, just, just in a people, commercial. Yeah. yeah. And Molly Culver is in a shitload of commercials, just as you know, some kid's mom, or she's she's, right. she's got a not so fresh feeling, or something like that. That's <laughs> weird. I always thought that she'd be a good, uh, like syndicated TV live action Jean Grey. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, other than that, we went and saw Finding Dory with my parents this past weekend, which was uh, a good time. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, a little bit about it before the show. Uh, they did show a new Ghostbusters trailer, which I forget there. There was one part that was slightly amusing, but I can't. <laughs> I can't for the life of me remember uh, that it right now. Turned him around on the whole movie. I, no, 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 not on the He's whole movie. That's for it. sure. Put that on the poster. But you know what I love? Was slightly amusing. I do love that Fallout Boy Ghostbusters theme song. I'm gonna rock that so hard while going to the theater. <laughs> I, I don't really like it so much, but it is kind of uh, uh, growing on me, you know? 
I'm not afraid. What do you think of it, Jose? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this week, so uh, we've been having Skype problems to where, you know, we, uh, we're not sure if, if everybody can hear the audio when we start the call. So this week I had this Fall Out Boy Ghostbusters song playing as Jose joined the call. I didn't ask him if he could hear it, but I knew he could when he just goes, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like I was talking about it with Mary and it's it's very indicative of like a 90s summer movie soundtrack song like yeah. the Fallout Boy Ghostbusters theme ain't too far removed from Here Come the Men in Black to be perfectly well, like, honest or, or here, you know, like, here's the thing I, you know back in the 90s they made a whole bunch of you know Old TV shows in the movies. Yes. Some of them were dog shit. But you know, those Adam's Family movies are fucking great. Ah! <laughs> but fucking... Adam's Family had a, you know, title centric rap on the soundtrack. Yeah. The MC Hammer, the Adam's yeah. Family groove. Yeah. yeah Which but that was never in the movie because it made no sense to be in the movie, but it was on the soundtrack. Yeah. And, that and, movie is a national treasure. And you it's know, so good. to be, to play devil's advocate you really think about it it's a classic now it's it's part of pop culture but the original ghostbusters theme is is pretty goofball yeah it is <laughs> yeah but it's good is is that get out of here but uh, i'm not going to try to convince you on why the song sucks <laughs> but uh, like uh, i i felt the words coming out of my mouth when i was saying it and it just, I had a light bulb moment and I was saying to Mary about how, you know, it's, it's weird. Like if, if you're gonna, if Fall Boy, if you're going to do a Ghostbusters theme song, oh shit, Juggalo John in the chat mentions the Bobby Brown Ghostbusters theme song for Ghostbusters 2. Hell yeah. That shit oh, is, shit, yeah. that shit is hot fire. <laughs> but I was saying to her, I was like, if, if. You're Fallout Boy, and you're going to do a Ghostbusters theme song. You do one of two things. You either cover the original 100% straight up, or you do a completely new Ghostbusters theme. What they kind of did is they kind of took... Well, they 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 are, They're on the fence. They're like, this is new, but here, here, here. For those of you that remember the original, here's some stuff that you'll like. And then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, that's this entire fucking movie in right. a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, it is fucking exactly that. <laughs> and you know what? They're both messes. And I think, I, I've, I thought it was funny that there's a lot of people out there that are supporting the Ghostbusters movie out of spite for all of the backlash. Like, they're all about it. Like, they're going to go see the Ghostbusters movie to spite the people that have been talking shit about it. But even those people were like, oh, God, this <laughs> Fallout Boy theme, this Fallout, Ball, Fallout Boy theme's got to go. I think if the movie sucks, those people should be forced to listen to the Fallout Boy Ghostbusters theme on a loop. Like in perpetuity, like forever? Yeah. yeah. Like that is that is your future now. Uh, and Finding Dory was cool. Uh yeah, we went to, and I, I managed to stay f until about like the uh, until they get to the quarantine area towards the very tail end. I had to leave because Jax is being an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> but the girl said it was great. 
Uh, we went to a Sunday morning eleven fifteen showing, you know, because they're cheaper tickets. Sure. And we get there probably forty five minutes early, and it's it's pretty empty. The theater's empty, and I'm just thinking, oh no, no, that's that's not gonna last. And the theater oh, fills with parents with young children. And there's there's this one little blonde kid, probably Jax's age, maybe a little older, because he was a little bit more sure on his feet. This sure. fucking kid was sprinting around the movie theater. You know how a movie theater has where you walk in the entrance and then you can go left or right? Oh, yeah. And then, you know, you come up to the seats. This kid was doing the Pac-Man where he would run out one side and then fucking come in the other side. <laughs> like, waka, 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 waka. shit because, like, you know, there was mostly families of shit when we went to. It was, you know, the evening on a Thursday. But, you know, and he was cool until the very end, really. But you know what? When he started acting like an asshole, I fucking left. Right, right, right. Well, th- this was bef- no, this was before the movie started. This okay, was, okay, okay, okay. This was, uh, and they started the movie yeah, late, which still. you could you could feel like the revolt waiting to happen as the movie was starting late. There was that kid, and then there was another kid who just comes in, just screaming, just bone chilling screams. Movie starts, everybody fucking chills out. And we're all kind of enjoying it. Maybe like five, ten minutes into it, the little blonde-haired kid starts to flip out. Those parents take him out. And then nice. this little the bone-chilling scream kid starts fucking around, and they're gone. Like Nice. But that's... <laughs> like, we were in that theater with those people for like 30, 45 minutes, and then five minutes into the movie, and it's like, we can't, we can't do it. We just can't do it. We can't blast. And God bless them. Because the people that sit there and like we're we paid for this movie, we're gonna sit through this whole damn thing, and we don't care if we ruin it for other people. Yeah, fuck that. Those people are assholes. I'm glad you got a good crowd. Well, we saw it with my folks because my mom wanted to see it, and my dad came along with us too. And you know, before the movie starts, and these kids are starting to act up, and my dad's starting to get grumpy and grumble under his his breath, and I kind of just leaned over to him and I go, "Remember." This is a kids' movie, <laughs> right? Right. You you gotta expect a little bit of chatter, a little bit of you know rambunctiousness here and there, but it was a good time. Uh, other than that, and man, uh, holy shit, the uh, the the technology, man, the the animation on the Hank character, the octopus, was fucking a spellbinding. Yeah. Like the way that thing moved was amazing. I want to see. They should do a Pixar movie where the humans from Toy Story 1 meet the humans from Finding Dory. Right. And, and it's just like a like a mirror universe thing where it's and it turns into a body horror story. <laughs> because man, looking back. Yeah. But hell, it's even crazy cuz cuz you know, I watch a lot of Toy Story in this house. It's uh it's fucking nuts to see just how different like even like Woody and Buzz look. Yeah, the posts look real. You know, it's it's wild, man. It's it's a bold new world. Shit's getting you're gonna, you you can't even tell the difference sometimes between real shit and not real shit. It's crazy. And then tonight, uh, before the show, me and Mary watched the Laugh Riot family film Spotlight on Netflix. All right, how what is this? What is this? Uh, it's the movie about uh, the uh, Catholic priests diddling all the little kids. Oh, cool! Great. <laughs> so this podcast, then awesome. 
We should uh, watch that and do a commentary. <laughs> no, it was actually pretty good though, and and the the there you know they didn't actually show any. You know, it was all about the the reporting, the uncovering it all. They the documentary, actually... or no, no, it's it's the one with uh, Ruffalo and uh, Michael Keaton and oh. Rachel McAdams. Oh, right on. You know, it, it didn't. It won Best Picture, didn't it? No shit. Yeah, it's funny though. Get them out of the loop. You know, in this day and age, you watch a movie like that. Uh, you know, a, a serious drama about the journalists who uncover. This conspiracy in the Catholic Church of you know molesting young young kids, and you're looking at the cast, and it's fucking Batman, it's right. Hulk, it's Night Nurse, it's um, shit. Who else? It had a shitload of superheroes like, in it. Fucking like American Hustle a couple years ago. Yeah, exactly. Exacto yeah, Mundo. Right on, man. Anything else we're talking about? No, no. What's happening to you, Jose? Well, I was just checking out this picture of uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man on set, uh, adjusting his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Sabretooth was in it, too. And, oh, yeah? And old Howard Stark. Oh, and um, uh, the doctor who turned uh, Captain America into Captain America. See? <laughs> oh, and uh, um, Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> Billy Crudup, I believe. Yep. Was his name. Billy fucking Crudup. Crudup or shut up. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Great name. What's got going on, Jose, besides uh, looking at Tom Holland's dick? Uh, the lady's grandma was in town, so. Chilled with them for a little bit. We went to Sanibel Island, which is like a little island on the edge of Florida's dick. <laughs> just just the tip. So we hung out at, at the beach, did that thing. Got some sun, getting getting working on my base tan. Gotta take know, a get, gotta take a boat to get there or you get to drive? No, we we drove out there. Uh-huh. Um yeah, Florida's so fucked up, guys. You can drive to the islands, and that fucked up, and that crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, it was her. It was her sister's birthday, and their grandma was in town, so it was kind of, you know, they wanted to know. go do something cool. So we chilled out there. They caught a starfish. It was kind of interesting. Uh, rough a... and tough with their Afro puffs. They're pretty. Um, like rocky, I thought I thought it would just be like slimy and shit, but like their outer shits like rock. Oh yeah, cause they don't want you eating them. Yeah, like this fucking natural armor. Like, please don't take me out of my natural habitat. Yeah, <laughs> look how uninviting and hard I am. <laughs> I'm designed so you won't want to touch me. What are you yeah. doing? Wait, stop! No. <laughs> so we picked him up and played frisbee. Oh Aww. fuck, dude! Yeah, I, I joke, I joke, I joke, I joke. Fucked up. It's, it reminds me of, you guys see that story about, uh, there. I, I forget where it was, but it was on a beach, and there was a little baby dolphin had washed up, an alive baby dolphin, and a bunch of tourists were taking pictures with it on the what? beach, and then it fucking died. Well, it was like the, the they pulled a turtle out of water, and yes. the kids were taking pictures standing on his back. Exactly. 
I would have fucking spanked everybody. In Every goddamn one of them. Kids, parents, fucking spank them all. That's fucked up. And everyone's like, uh, uh profile pick. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck your kid, too. Nobody's going to like that picture. You shits. And now you're on the internet being the asshole stepping on a fucking turtle. And everyone wants to burn your house down. You want to know why? Facebook. Congratulations. You're raising a monster. Aren't they all? Ugh. We, we might be. flog people here. Okay, that's a decent picture of Tom Holland in the Spider-Man costume. I clicked on a link the one today. Of him shifting his dick. Yeah, exactly. I clicked on a link today that was oh, first first photos of Tom Holland in Spider-Man suit on home, Spider-Man Homecoming set, and you literally it looked like it was taken with my 2003 Nokia cell phone <laughs> from about 900 yards away. I was like, why? Why do I click on things? My favorite has always been check out Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, and it's a picture <laughs> of Ben Affleck in a suit. Because we've never seen that before. That looks good. That Spider-Man suit, though. Well, I mean, apparently looks... he can move his dick in it. So, well, come on, we've come a long way with the Spider-Man suit. We've all done that move where you just gotta kind of gotta get in between your nuts well, and your leg and just get and, in there. And that's they couldn't have taken a better picture. Like that's the one they go with. <laughs> well, that really that is the best. Full. What's this yeah. picture? Send me a link. What's this picture? Here. But not like. It's not like they didn't take a couple pictures before and a couple pictures after. Yeah, like they like that's the one shot. they went with. Exclusive. <laughs> and how do you not mention that in the headline? If that's the picture you're going with, <laughs> first, first uh, photos of Tom Holland moving his dick in Spider Man. Check it I'll out. I think that's him. Oh, you think it's a well? They've got pictures of him with the mask off, but it could be it could be a stunt double. Oh shit, maybe it is that. Okay, yeah, scrolling down a little bit, I figured that it wouldn't. I don't think it's him in the shots. You can like you know see the detail on his face. Like you can see his nose, his lips, and shit like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like that, that that's like you know cause you can't see none of that shit. In Civil War. No, you're right. You're right. The the mask is a little baggy and a little bit. Well, yeah, but they'll form. fucking do like Iron Man suit and smooth all that shit out. Right. Or like if you've watched the behind the scenes of any of the black. Oh my god. Jesus oh Christ! <laughs> what the fuck? I got like a frog. Wow. I got like a frog in my throat as I yeah. was saying it. Yeah, it's called racism. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the Black Panther scenes from Civil War, Jeez. like his mask, his helmet is enlarged and it's got the little dots on it. Really? Yeah, it's See, it's they not as us all the time, guys. Yeah. It and that's Maybe. why it should piss you off even more when you can notice CGI because we know that they could do it to where you can hide it. Yeah, fuck me then. I'm wrong. Because, you know, then if that's the case, then I have no reason to believe that that baggy-ass mask, which really, like, it should be kind of baggy. It's a fucking latex or, you know, fucking spandex mask. Yeah, but then again, 
maybe if they made the on set mask a little bit better, then they they wouldn't have to do so much CGI to it in the movie. Because in Civil War, they it definitely looked anyway. CGI. It looked CGI. Yeah, I feel like even in the shot, like where he pulled it up at Jesus. the end of the fight, I don't think he was wearing that mask. Did you scroll all the way down and see one where he's just got his junk full in his hand, looking <laughs> no. at the cameraman like, "Yeah, this is for you." Nailed I, it. I don't. I don't think that he wore. Yep. yep there it is. I think. <laughs> <laughs> just straight looking at the cameraman like, and what? <laughs> and then in the picture right below it, he's got a, a super camel toe going on. Spider toe. Well, that's what he's trying to fix. Yeah, he's just trying to fix his spider toe. But All that... this jumping puts my dick between my balls. Ugh, <laughs> oh, God, to be good. There's so many pictures of him just holding his junk. Ah, oh, the one with him in little sandal booties. <laughs> holding the umbrella like penguin. <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. Good shit. Oh, Spider Man. Shit, he's he's just playing with his web shooter. You know what? I bet that thing rides up. You know what I'm saying, but that shit rides up real hard. So good for him. Got any uh, anything else, Jose? Yeah, I'll leave it with that. I guess we got a uh, we got a little bit of uh, mail to the old mailbox this week. Alrighty, look at all this fan mail. We got us some voicemails. Uh, so we're gonna strap in uh, for this. Should be should be a good time. What we got? All right. Podcast. Podcast. There's too many beeps. I never know when to start. Uh, podcast is Mahoney. I'm listening to what I think is the most recent episode, but I'm a little bit behind. Uh, but anyways, Lee is gushing about uh, the Mel Gibson Heath Ledger movie, The Patriot. <laughs> what? I just like to dig a little deeper into it. Uh, Lee. What is your love for the Patriot? <laughs> is it Mel Gibson's ponytail? Is it his hatchet-throwing abilities? <laughs> is it the frilly sleeves? What, what is it about the Patriot that made you suddenly change your tune when I said that Roland Emmerich hadn't directed any real movies and you said, whoa, 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 <laughs> the man did the Patriot. The Patriot is barely a real movie. <laughs> it's basically Independence Day, but the aliens are redcoats. Okay, I don't understand quite what makes you uh, feel that it's some sort of historical drama, other than the <laughs> fact that it's set in the 1700s. Wow, good. He got it in before the fucking lock. Okay, so now uh, I will say this. I've actually never seen the page all the way through. Same. Yeah, like I think we maybe just like, watch part of it. Oh, God damn it. I shouldn't say this. Because that's going to be the follow-up next week. Uh phone call but we didn't watch part of it in my american history class in high school <laughs> <laughs> but like i don't think i've seen the whole thing my only point being you know generally only i've only seen roland emmerich movies where you know shit blows up right. in cartoonish proportions right like, and and you throw any sort of period setting into a movie even if it's a shitty mel gibson movie where he throws hatchets right. and it elevates it some yeah, because at the very least, there's you know there's, someone's putting in work making those costumes and shit. There's something there, you know. But you know, there's the sheer fact that I don't believe in the Patriot at any point that they blow up Independence Hall for the fuck of it. Like so, you know. So for that reason alone, it elevates it beyond, you know, 
2012. Yeah. I feel like I remember there was a shot from the trailer where, like, the camera followed the hatchet as he chucked it at somebody. That sounds about right. I think I've seen that in the trailer, yeah. Kind of like the old school Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Right. The camera right, follows right. the uh, the arrow. Man. That, that, that's all I'm saying. You guys. That's all. I love Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Me too. <laughs> love, I read the novelization of Robin okay, Hood, Prince of Thieves. I don't love Thieves. it that much. <laughs> hey, we were, we were moving that summer, and I needed books to read. And Rob, the fucking go. novelization... Of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was my jam. Uh, Mahoney continues. We got another uh, okay, okay. message from him. I- I'm assuming he's going to continue his rant about Lee and the Patriot. Okay, so now you guys just got to the part talking about Doctor Strange, and you said that Mads Mikkelsen is going to play uh, a character whose name sounds ridiculous, uh, who is a uh, disciple of Baron Mordo and a servant of uh, Dormammu. And I'm going to put it out there right now. You can mark this down as a Mahoney spoiler for all those times that I've been right. <laughs> uh, case in point, the mind gem being in the uh, scepter. Uh, that guy's Dormammu, okay? He may be working for on the fly Baron Mordo and go by whatever the fucking name he wants, but his head is going to light on fire and that dude's going to be Dormammu. So mark it. And uh, what is it? More than one Daredevil was on here. Oh, we lost him. Yeah, I missed it. I missed it. Yeah, he he broke up. Uh but solid theory. I, oh, I yeah. think. Yeah, I'm willing to subscribe to that newsletter for es- sure. Especially since that character has only ever appeared once or twice. Right. So yeah, needs virtually a blank slate. It, they do whatever the fuck they want. Well, to and it. and it also speaks of misdirection. It speaks yeah. of okay. Well, we got to put out merchandise for this movie. Let's slap a fucking name on this character, and or we'll slap a name on him in the early parts of the movie too. And then yeah, we can totally bait and switch it. Uh, that that's that's great. And yeah, why not? Why not have Mads Mikkelsen be Dormammu? I mean, I mean, at this point, you do it's a Doctor Strange movie, so somebody's got to be Dormammu. <laughs> I've been, Why not a guy named Mads? Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've had a version of the Patriot movie trailer on mute this entire time, and I've been watching it, and they literally showed Jason Isaacs stab Heath Ledger in the trailer. But does he explode into 100 pieces? I did not see him explode. There were some explosions, right. though. Some cannon fire. Okay. Well, all right. Well. So I'm, I'm the, the worst manufactured, like, spoiler I've seen was put on the Usual Suspects DVD and watch, like, the video that plays during the, you know, if you just let it sit still. The menu. The, the menu video. It shows the scene looking at the feet walking crooked, straightening out. What? Yes. But was it like a special super collector's edition of Usual Suspects? I don't believe so. I believe it's just the regular old DVD. Yeah, that's... that's Even if it's a special collector's edition, you don't give away the the hook. I think the point being that if you get that special edition, you've probably already seen it. Right, right. That was my point. Like, if you're... 
if you're getting yeah. the super criterion but like, what if you're showing it to somebody who hasn't seen it? well you make sure you, they don't see that menu then that's fucking stupid how about you don't <laughs> put the end of the movie in the menu they're just like, like, hey, really glad we're here to watch this. Look the fuck over there! Look <laughs> over there! <laughs> look over there, and I'll tell you when to look back. Jose gets real serious about DVD menus at his house, you guys. I'm just saying, man. Don't fucking spoil it for it when I'm putting it on. God damn it. Who I'm made with- that menu? Fallout Boy? <laughs> you know, you know who didn't spoil their movie in their DVD menu? Zootopia. Goddamn right. Learn, Brian. And believe Singer. us, we know all about the menu for Zootopia. <laughs> all right, let's uh, take a break real quick. We'll come back, talk about some items uh, the week, talk about some comics, and then uh, probably wrap up a little early if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah, literally, I I tried looking for news stories, and I found three that were. Just not even like these were the three any other week that if I had nine stories, I would have cut them from the news. That's how weak the stories were this week. So, yeah, right. I, I say we just do fucking potpourri hour of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> fucking A. All right. So enjoy this song. I got to go pee. We'll come back in a minute. Right. Right. You're acting like you know me when you really don't know Every sin I cast out the very first stone I know I walk the line On edge all the time Waiting for the next fight Get up. 
pointing at me with the number one out yeah. Telling me I'm the worst, like I'm some kind of a curse But really not knowing me, you're taking the dumb route yeah. It's always the people with skeletons Who be hella shaky like gelatin Doing a lot of embellishing, wishing I fell in Then damn me the hell again yeah. If you're in a glass house, might not wanna last Shout, yeah. end up with a smashed couch All because of your bad mouth yeah. Judging me, you don't need to That's the job that G.O.D. do Everybody you steady picking that read you Cause you see through You're like you know me when you really don't know Every sinner cast out the very first stone Acting like you know what we're really all about Think before you open up your mouth You're acting like you know Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and gets you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. From downtown! And it's good! Oh, man. That makes me wish I had a copy of nba jam for nintendo 64 uh i do have the nba jam for ps3 downloaded oh sweet yeah so we can hit that up too a little bit good stuff all right all right back jose we good yeah yeah you sure are a lot of explosions in this Patriot trailer I'm watching. God, well, then you know what? Maybe I'm wrong, okay? Maybe we just... We remembered history differently than it actually happened. Kind of like Mel Gibson in The Patriot. <laughs> and, kind of like I'll say again, Boy being good. I'm not actually seeing the movie, so, you know. Juggler John in the chat asked what the song was. That was uh, uh, Acting Like You Know by Mackenzie Nicole, I believe is her name. Was, and yeah, she is one of the new artists on Strange Music. It's quite good. I like it that was song. Kind of, kind of a jam, man. That's like that's one of those songs that you listen to like after a breakup or after a, a fight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's good stuff. I like it. Just You just walk and put your headphones in. You just cry to yourself. It's good. <laughs> you got to diversify your portfolio, son. Yep. Let's see here. Uh, all right. So. For the sake of fucking, um, you know, continuity, let's uh, hit that new sounder. Fuck it, why not? All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, 
Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fuck it. In five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Zero Pack of News <laughs> for June 28, 2016. Fucking thing sucks. I'm looking to see if I can find in my internet history any of the stories that I was I, actually going to use. I did find this one that came up uh, last week and I wanted to mention uh, because it's... God damn it. It's, it's, it's so DC, you guys. It's, it's so DC. Um... Oh, and in fact, if you go to hasdcdonesomethingstupidtoday.com, it will link you to the story. So there we go. Um, uh, the, the, the number one issues for DC's Rebirth titles are coming up, you know, as you may have noticed the past couple of weeks. Um, and they're already fucking up the, the schedules. Um, DC has informed retailers that July's Superman number three, that's right, the third issue, uh, will be drawn by Super Sons artist uh, Jorge Jimenez, while Green Lantern number three, okay, all right, artists Robson Roca and Jay Listing, okay, will be joined by Jack Herbert, Neil Edwards, Keith Champagne, Tom Derrick, and Tom Palmer. So Green Lantern number three now has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven artists in that book. Jesus, in one in, book? In one issue. It's a, everyone gets a page. And one issue, issue number three of their highly hyped uh, Big Deal uh, relaunch, they have seven fucking artists. So, holy shit. And this is one of those things where they knew it was coming. They absolutely knew it was coming. <laughs> maybe, maybe have some of this already done so when it, you announce it you're you're already there yeah yeah good luck with that yeah it's one of those things too is it's tough though because you know the they're not gonna pay someone well in advance you know what i mean like it's, it's coming so they want to make sure they can pay them at the last possible minute which means they're gonna be pushing the deadlines to the artists but still man Seven issue, seven artists on issue three, and that's fucking bad news. That is that is not great. Maybe it's like a trial. Whoever says that you know their page was the best, now it's their book. Maybe, maybe they said duke it out, all of you, one book. Let's go. And then I got like, the best page. I ain't got no dukes. And then uh, let's see what else we got. Um, they uh. Apparently, Marvel spoiled the fuck out of Captain America number two that comes out tomorrow. Number two. Number two. Now, of course, remember the uh, big twist of issue number one was that Cap is now in Hydra, which we all knew would, of course, you know, change down the line. It should be okay. But I kind of thought the story had more legs than, like, an issue. So again, I had not read the spoilers. I don't want to be spoiled, but I I've come to believe there are developments in the um, authenticity of Cap's hydroness <laughs> in issue number two. Number two. Number two. A real slow burn. This one was, you know. Yeah. Fucking playing the long game. <laughs> <laughs> but then on the on the other end of that is. 
the people that are like, oh man, Marvel Marvel changed Captain America number two oh because of the backlash. <laughs> right. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's how much more on the ball Marvel is in DC. DC needs seven artists for issue number three. Marvel redrew issue number two fucking like that. <laughs> in a month. God Less damn than it. a month. I feel Less like than a that, month. Yeah. that book came out the the Wednesday. It, it came out the Wednesday before uh, Memorial Day. So, okay, a, a month. A month. That'd a month, yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd have a month. So, yeah, fucking insanity. I went to, you know, I've, I've seen the spoiler everywhere, so I went to actually read it. And not to spoil it for anyone else, but I'm going through it. I'm looking for that, like, one paragraph that's like, okay, this is how they're explaining it. Oh no! <laughs> that there was no one paragraph. There was like nine pages worth of explanation as to how he's not a Hydra agent. I was like, well, I mean, I, I'd wager it has something to do with cosmic cube shit. A hundred percent. Yeah, because you know, Red Skull has been tied to the cosmic cube for a long time. Like his most recent death and return was because of a cosmic cube. You know, the reason Steve Rogers is a young man again is because of a Cosmic Cube. So <laughs> I'm going to go out of the limb and say there's some Cosmic Cube fuckery afoot. And there's something about there's a supervillain who is a sentient shard of the Cosmic Cube or something like that? Yeah, that was the whole plot of that Avengers standoff miniseries event thing they had going on where S.H.I.E.L.D. got a hold of some... like S.H.I.E.L.D. got a hold of various pieces of broken cubes because there are more than one of them and like you know the idea was to fuse them together into a cube but then the cube took the shape of like a little girl so you have like this you know eight-year-old girl with these godlike powers that doesn't really understand them so like that and that's what gave uh, that's what made steve rogers a young man again like you know he ran up on the cobic and was like oh she's like you shouldn't be an old guy you're a young guy now and boom now he's a young guy so your name's Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a funny helmet. So, yeah. We'll see. It's I, fine. I have no beef with any of that. It's fine. But still. Issue two. You pussies. Yeah. Come on. I'm not even pussies because, of course, it was going to go back. Well, but... yeah, but they didn't have the balls to fucking long it out. Tell everyone yeah. to shut the fuck up. Read the book. See what happens. Yeah, you you if you're going to do a stunt like that, you stretch it out to the point where people think it might he might not go back. It fucking Superior Spider-Man that shit. That's when they get you. Yeah. Like Superior Spider-Man. Like we all knew it was going to go back, but we didn't know when, right. you know. Okay, so one of the other news stories I found this week. Uh, I actually wasn't going to include this, but since since we're killing time, uh, and th- this can be a game. So okay. Rogue One, well, the, the the Star Wars uh, spinoff film, this headline is, Rogue One may differ from other Star Wars films in this major way. All oh, right. I hate this already. So wh- what what's your guess, gentlemen? Uh. How is Rogue One going to differ from the other Star Wars films? How is Rogue One going to differ from most Star Wars films? Now, it can't be significant because it's the internet headline. Mm-hmm. Can't be anything that matters. Okay. 
already got a female lead. We've already seen that. Yeah, it can't be that. Which has two on the nose anyway. I'm going to say no R2 and 3PO. I mean, you're probably right. You, that's, that's probably true. I could... Well, but then again, maybe it ends with them... Maybe it ends with the scene with Princess Leia and R2. See, now, now that's the thing. I, I would assume that too, but from what I understand, I might be rethinking my fucking Star Wars history completely wrong, but... I remember somebody saying that these are the, they're stealing the plans for the second Death Star. No, no, this is the first Death Star. It has to be right because the Boffins yeah. died getting the plans of the first Death Star. No, yeah, no, they're, the Boffins died to... for the second Death Star. Well, that's what this is, right? This is about no, the Boffins. No, this is not about the Boffins. That that's a common misconception about this because they they say that it's you know about trying to get the plans to the first Death Star and people are like, aha, many Boffins died. It's like no, no, no. That's the second one. That's okay. Okay, that's okay, the, okay, the, right, okay. The Mon Mothma line from Return of the Jedi. Right, 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 right. Yeah, this uh, happens. The rumor I heard was Vader's going to be in this. Bit. Vader is going to be in it. That's not a rumor. That is confirmed, and they're nice. getting James Earl Jones to do the voice too. That's rad. Nice. So, uh, Jose, do you have a guess as to how Rogue One is going to differ from the other Star Wars films? Uh, it's going to be on a beach. <laughs> wait, 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 is it, is it uh, no John Williams score, perhaps? See, that was going to be my guess. That was my guess when I first clicked on it. And I dare I say you are very close. Okay. I think you're, the in, the, you're in the same ballpark. Uh, that that was a Schuster? Schuster? Scheiser? Drew Struzan? Yeah, uh, Struzel? No. <laughs> I don't think Struzan did a Episode 7 poster for Comic-Con, but he didn't do an, an official Episode 7 poster. Okay, think about the first time you hear the John Williams score. Oh, it's not... It, no it's Crawl? Not, no Crawl. Exactly. Because, if you think about it, the Crawls are all numbered by Episodes. And this is a standalone. It's not going to have an episode number. So, but huh. it's also not a Star Wars movie then. No, it is a Star Wars movie. But it's not called it's Star a, Wars. It's a Star Wars story, I believe you're right. referring to. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Interesting. I guess and, it makes sense, though. And you know what? I Even though I really loved the way they did the trailer, I think you could get away with not using any of the John Williams score in Rogue One. Get rid of the opening crawl, try and do a completely different score, make this a different, make it stand alone, but still make it good. People still like it. I guess, I guess if you have Darth Vader in it and you have the Empire, you gotta have the Imperial Mark. You can't have, (laughs) you cannot have Darth Vader's suite in the movie. But you kind of have to, I feel like they should mix it up. Maybe like uh, techno beat it. <laughs> Dubstep fates. Okay. Maybe they can get beatbox and Kylo Ren from. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys see this news about Kellen Lutz is in talks to star in Masters of the Universe? 
I saw that you were not not into that. No. Who's Lutz? Kellen Lutz. uh, He is of the Twilight movies. Uh, He was also in the most recent Expendables. Okay. He's... He looks like Hitler's wet dream, is what he looks like. He looks like exactly what Hitler was aiming for when he was, you know, wiping out half of Europe. Well, shit, in that case, he kind of is perfect for that movie, then. (laughs) He was also in that Legend of Hercules movie that came out the year before the Rock Hercules movie. The one where John Morrison played Hercules? No, no, no. He played Hercules. He was Hercules. Oh, what the fuck did John Morrison play then? Uh, I think John Morrison was in one of those like Transmorphers uh, type Hercules movies. You know how? Right. The, what, right. What is what is that that studio? Uh, the Mockbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and and John Morrison was in uh, a Hercules movie. Okay. Well, I'll I'll drop the link in the chat right now because they use a still from his Hercules movie to be like, hey. Wouldn't he be good in Masters of the Universe? But there's just something about his fucking face. Look at him all white and fit. What else do you want? <sighs> Man, like... Yeah, I but want... he doesn't look... He, that, 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 I've even seeing him... Like, that's probably the most He-Man-ish get-up naturally that you can pick somebody to show a picture of them. And they don't look like He-Man. I want... A, I don't see it. Some, I want, like, a Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, because I think this guy would look like a jackass with He-Man hair. Well, I mean, they even kind of Photoshop him with the He-Man hair. For if you further down, they God put him. Damn, he ain't got no fucking like that. I'm not buying a Jeep Renegade. <laughs> CBR got you. God damn it! Okay, I'm back. You need to install ad blocker, son. Ugh. Okay, I'm back. I just don't think I don't like him. I don't like I've never been impressed by him in anything or I've never seen him in much of anything at all because he is not in movies that are marketed towards me. I think that might be more than anything. And like but like you know, he's a fucking good-looking white dude in shape. He can be He-Man. <laughs> I mean, he's not that he's not that Let's good. Let's not just get a guy because he's white and is in shape. Let's find for He Man. I think you guys are fucking a lot more fucking stock in He Man than anyone else in the world has. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Like, let's not do another Ninja Turtles. Let's not do another Transformers. If you're gonna do a He Man movie, let's do it. Let's fucking rock it. Yeah, go like Thor one, and just take us to Eternia. Don't bring it to Earth. Well, I mean that's a bad argument because thor one was mostly on earth uh you're talking thor two homie yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like, fucking thor two is all about some asgard throw us in that bitch do what transformers one should have done take us to the home planet and eliminate earthlings puny fucking mortals <laughs> i don't like him uh, his face doesn't scream he made. His face is so punchable. He does have a very punchable face. 
That is completely true. Like, that is an underwear model face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's 100% that. Uh, speaking, you know, we were talking about the Ghostbusters soundtrack earlier. I've actually got the so- the track list for the Ghostbusters original motion picture soundtrack track list right now. Um, and there are one, two, three, four songs that are called Ghostbusters out of 14 tracks. Ghostbusters. Is the new soundtrack or the old one? The new soundtrack. Ghostbusters by Walk oh. the Moon. Ghostbusters by Pentatonix. Ghostbusters, parentheses, I'm Not Afraid, by Fall Out oh, Boy featuring Missy no. Elliott. And Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Because why not? Pentatonix? Yeah, Pentatonix, man. Pentatonix. 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 My daughter is so fucking hype up Pentatonix right now. It Pen- is. It's been a dark couple weeks in the Rodriguez house. Pentatonix are the. Uh, that acapella group and like it's not even like exceptionally well done acapella no there there's certainly no rock acapella well i mean obviously <laughs> rockapella <laughs> see the problem with doing these news stories live like this is cuz like while we're talking i invariably will kind of scroll down a little bit and it says you know so you know those Around the web articles, there's a bunch of clickbait bullshit. Oh, you mean like ninety percent of the articles on CBR, Newsarama, right? Uh, all that stuff. But this was like seven shows everyone is sick of watching, and for some reason I clicked on it, and it's like this: all the popular shows <laughs> <laughs> and, and Supernatural, which I will probably uh, give you. Most people are probably sick of watching that one. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, Shit. Matt Fraction, uh, Chip Zdarsky, and Annie Wu are going to team up for a new comic book called The Recidivist. Which uh, I'd be a lot more excited about if Sex Criminals by you know two of those three people could keep a regular fucking publishing schedule. Oh, is that a problem? Oh my guys? god! Like I did not I, realize. I, I hadn't even thought about the fact that I haven't heard about sex criminals in a while. Okay, think about how long ago it was we talked about issue one of sex criminals, okay? Yeah. We talk, sex criminals have been around for a long time. Yeah, a few I think years. Like, yeah, 11 issues are out. <laughs> and then 11. And then we've got uh, our, our old buddy Jim Gibbons left Dark Horse earlier this year to co-found Stila, which is comic books for your phone. It's like everyone says it's super cool. Netflix for comics that you can read them on your phone and it's all exclusive comics for Stila. They don't have they don't deal with fucking Marvel DC image, any of those. It's all comics that are made specifically for Stila. Um, Co-founder and original editor-in-chief Ryan Yunt has left the digital comics subscription app company. Uh, which started in February. Uh, Mark Wade poses that it's because their investors demanded that creators sign over their rights. <laughs> Not a good look. If that's the case, though, you know, I don't know. Good for that guy, I guess, right? Like, for fucking sticking to his guns? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I. First, I did not realize he was the editor-in-chief. I first saw this story break on Gibbons' Facebook because he was tagged 
in a, a Facebook po- post by this Ryan Yunt guy, which what an unfortunate name that is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first line of the Facebook post is, today was my last day at Stila. It was, parentheses, half, unexpected. But when you speak truth to cowards and narcissists, these things sometimes happen. Half Goddamn. Smiley emoticon. So uh, I he goes on to thank like his entire team, including Gibbons and Steve Sunu and so on and so forth. So you assume that the cowards and narcissists aren't the people he was working Not them, with, right. But more than likely, these same investors that Mark Wade is alluding to. Right. Which, you know, when you found, when you found the company and you very much do it with the angle of creator's rights, you know, this is all exclusive content, uh, creator-owned, so on and so forth, like you can't kind of renege on that and then be like, okay, we need them to sign over their rights. We need to we need to make T-shirts and action figures from our Steela comic books to make back some of our money. So uh, we need those rights ASAP. But if you also take money from fucking independent investors, you gotta know that that's always a possibility. True, true, true that, true that. Uh, you know who knows that less than the most. Kellen Lutz. <laughs> Amen to that, son. I don't, I don't know that for a fact. Uh, but I'm actually... I did a uh, YouTube search for Rockapella, and I am disturbed by how few clips from Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego have popped up from this. What? I don't know if Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego... Okay, it took me two pages to get to a, a Rockapella on Carmen Sandiego clip. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Step up your fucking internet game. It internet. seems like these guys have been fucking touring and performing for years, and holy shit, did they have a black guy? Or is he yeah. new? They had a black they know. guy? They had a black guy. Okay. Ah, oh, cappella. And just because. Oh, shit. On Acme Records Compact Disc. Well, she sneaks around the world from to Carolina. I loved when they would be going in between rounds on Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, and they would need Rockapella to play like the the fill music, and it was like <laughs> Rockapella, man, that shit. Back in the '90s, man, you could watch entertaining stuff that taught you shit too hell yeah animaniacs i remember watching animaniacs and where in, where in the world is carmen san diego in like homeroom in middle school yeah absolutely yeah 100 percent. rockapella yeah. uh i think kelly also considers rockapella classic rock yeah probably <laughs> but you know what fuck that Rockapella is classic rock. Yeah, son. that shit is classic. Uh, Juggalo John just linked a headline in the chat that he says will break Lee's brain. The headline oh, is Tetris gets trilogy as story too big to fit into single film. Oh, fuck you. These people aren't learning. Or is it just a fact that you can't sell a script or a movie without franchising it's it up It's fucking front? Tetris. Yeah, but... Maybe that's the problem is 
these writers or whatever are worried oh that they're not going to sell their scripts. So they're like, all right, picture this. A nine-movie epic about Tetris. The, uh, producer Larry Kazanoff is lining up a trilogy about the Game Boy favorite, which features the simple but addictive formula of shuffling falling shapes into corresponding gaps. Quote, The story we conceived is so big, said Kazanoff. This isn't us splitting the last one of our eight movies into two to wring blood out of the stone. It's just a big story. I think... That's a knock at like Harry Potter. It and, is and uh, uh, Hunger Games. But those books, those movies, <laughs> were adapted from like six hundred page novels with characters and stories and eight years worth of other movies to wrap up. Ooh. Say what you will about Pixels, but I think there's one scene in Pixels where. There's a bunch of Tetris blocks on a building, and, you know, a full line gets filled up, and then the whole building, like, falls down one block, you know, height. And that's, like, that's all the Tetris movie that you need. Like, I've I've not seen Pixels, but I think it looks like it's a lot of fucking fun. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to see Pixels. It's all right. It's, it looks it's like not fun. horrible. It is. It like, it's exactly what it's supposed to be, I feel like. Pretty it's, much. It's super broad. Just right, of course as, it is. As long as you go into it knowing that it's Adam Sandler not trying at all. Right. <sighs> Kazanoff also says that speculation about the potential franchise's content, including a prediction that anthropomorphized blocks will be going into battle, are way off target. Further quote, We're not going to have blocks with feet running around the movie, he said, but it's great that people think so. It sets the bar rather low. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> so here's three of them. God damn it. Ha! Juggalo John in the chat says, the second and third movies are just the first movie, but faster. <laughs> <laughs> well met, son. The pace of the song speeds up. <laughs> There is no fucking way people go see this movie. There's no way this movie happens. Like, okay, I think some of us were probably a little skeptical about the Lego movie. Oh, but it was wonderful, right? And, yeah. And, but but prior to us actually seeing it, like they're going to make a movie out of plastic multicolored blocks. But then they knocked it out of the park. But then, like, you can't. But also, the plastic multicolor blocks also features a robust library of, right. you know, figures. But now everyone thinks that they could, since Lego did it, we could do it. Well, they also made goddamn Battleship, and nobody saw that fucker. Hey, how about Lincoln Logs, the movie? Yeah, but Lego also did what we want from Transformers and what we want from um, He-Man. Lego stayed in Lego World. No, it right. didn't. It didn't, though. Well, that's true. It's right. Have you seen right. it, Jose? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's great. It's great. No, it's fucking wonderful. Yeah, but they interacted with humans? Uh, yeah. Like, and, like, it's... that's, like, the that's like the big twist. 
Where are the twins? Everything in the movie is, you know, every, it's, it's, you know, a kid playing. Yeah. Which makes it kind of fucking perfect, really. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, but it still wasn't about humans. Right. Like they weren't. They weren't in the story. If that's the twist, was that it just turned out to be a kid playing and he puts the Legos down and and walks off? I still don't consider. We still got a Lego movie in Lego World. You're you're right, but it's funny that you were like. It's not like, you know, we went into the human world when that was very much the the big twist at the end and very an emotional moment in the whole story. You should watch it. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, And before we move on to comics, because I'm sure, Lee, you're the only one of us that read comics. Uh, We talked about this before the show, but today uh, on digital, they released the... A uh, three-hour ultimate cut of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Oh boy! And from what I have heard, and from what I have seen, and this may be people blowing smoke, but I have heard that the three-hour cut is like night and day compared to the theatrical version. Really? That those extra thirty to forty-five minutes of movie that they cut out. A little, you know, a piece of dialogue here, a scene there, maybe uh, holding on a shot for a beat there, uh, a Clark Kent scene here. And apparently some of the scenes got rearranged, too. Like, they're, they're in different orders in both cuts. Made it a much more palatable, entertaining movie. You still, there's still elements of it that, adding 45 minutes to what we saw aren't going to fix 45 yeah, minutes. That's not changing. Batman kills a guy with some grenades. Yeah. An extra 45 minutes isn't going to undo Jesse Eisenberg as like, <laughs> no one ever walked out of Batman v Superman and went, fuck that was short. Yeah. <laughs> and like they, they posted, I'm <laughs> the just, the time just flew by. <laughs> they posted the first 10 minutes of the ultimate cut online today which i watched which uh, for those that don't remember the first 10 minutes are the wayne funeral scene bruce wayne falling down the hole flying the, to the top uh, well b- before that they show the murder of the waynes of course. and then you know the pearls fall down the hole the bats come out and then uh young bruce wayne floats to the top of the bat hole which uh i distinctly remember that point in Batman v Superman was when I was like, okay, this has its work cut out for itself. Yeah. My asshole shrank three sizes in that moment. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if 15 seconds later, Ben Affleck via voiceover says, oh, and that was just a dream, BTW. <laughs> because it was ridiculous. And it's it's my first impression. And then they go into the whole... You know Bruce Wayne's perspective of you know the the whole Metropolis fight, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's funny that they released those ten minutes because I didn't see anything that was different. Like, why are you releasing this and touting it as the first ten minutes of the ultimate cut? No, that's that's just the first ten minutes. That's exactly what we saw. So uh, we talked amongst ourselves, the popcast. And we are going to, in the very near future, plan a Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition movie night. 
Oof. Ultimate movie night. So strap in, microwave nine bags of popcorn. We're going to do Dude, it. We got to be in this bitch for four hours. <laughs> the fucking, everyone needs a, you know, get themselves a camel bag. <laughs> Stay hydrated all the way through. Man, those things are expensive. They really are. Like, I remember seeing one of those for for the first time. Like, a friend of a friend had one filled with, like, Captain and Coke. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Like, I would love to have one of those at, like, a um, like an outdoor concert, like a Lollapalooza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're seriously, like, 150 bucks. Like, get out of here. Yeah, that's one of those things that's like, okay, you know. That's something that's obviously not really intended for me. <laughs> every, one time, yeah, every two years I would use it. That's those motherfuckers that like hiking places and shit. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot. We're gonna give, we're gonna give it a shot. And then uh, Kelly said today that he actually has never seen the actual cut of the movie yet. Yeah. Uh, and at first I was like, oh man, you should watch the theatrical cut just so you'll have a point of reference. Then I was like, no, fuck that. The three of us have seen the theatrical cut. We we can tell what's going to be different. We can tell if it's any bit better. And Kelly watching it for the first time as a three-hour cut, he's going to have that unique experience of this is his this is his first time. Yes, yeah, so you fucking tell me what you think. Is this version a garbage movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind yeah. of excited. <laughs> yeah. And you know yeah. what? They f- who knows? Batman v Superman, the ultimate edition, might end up being like a cult movie. <laughs> it could, like, uh, I still maintain, man, like uh, people that shit talk that Daredevil movie. And haven't seen the director's cut, they're missing out. Because uh, it's a Rob, we big, need, a di- big we need to have a director's cut series I, of uh, these. I 100, 100% agree on the Daredevil director's cut. Now, after the Daredevil Netflix show comes out, who gives a fuck about that director's cut anymore? But right, right, of course. <laughs> compared, compared to the theatrical cut, yeah, it, it's better. And the, uh, in some of the stuff I was reading, it, you know, that three hour version is what they showed to the executives, and then we heard the story that there were standing ovations when the movie ended. And that's why we were all so shell-shocked when the movie came out and it was dog shit. That is absolutely right. Some of the people who've seen the Ultimate Edition, and they're like, you know what? The three-hour edition feels shorter than the two-and-a-half-hour version. We'll see. We will <laughs> definitely see. <laughs> Let's not say things we can't take back, fucking internet people. So, uh, how about we do a little bit of... The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Right on, right on, right on. Uh, full disclosure, um, Nicole might have come downstairs uh, one day last week and saw me sitting at the kitchen table with a tear rolling down my cheek because of some shit around the comic book last week. I'm just saying that might have happened because it totally fucking happened. She was insane. I'm really. so happy for you every month when you read 
that Transformers book, and it's you're so, so good. happy. You're so pleased with it because it's so good. You deserve it. Fans of Transformers deserve good things. Fans of anything deserve good things. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing we got. We got that. And you know what it is, honestly, it's because the people that make that, you know, the 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 writers, the artists, everything, they're all like legitimate fans of it. Like the guy that writes that more than meets the eye book, and that's the one. Like, and they're all the Transformers books right now are really, really good for sure. But more than meets the eye is the like the critical darling. Like it's you know it's exceptional in every fucking way imaginable. You know, the guy that writes that, his name is James Roberts. He got to start like you know he got discovered writing fan fiction on a UK forum, like that's what he was doing. That's how much he loves this shit, and now he gets to do it for a living. So, you know, imagine that you get people that give a shit about a thing and have them make the thing, and the thing turns out to be good. Like, what are the fucking chances? It's but, funny you because know. you know I've seen a lot of uh, speculation about what goes on backstage at WWE, and apparently. Like Stephanie and Vince and all of them are very much against hiring marks to write for the show. That's crazy, though. So they hire, you know, soap opera writers or TV writers, the people people who aren't fans, and you know, who, that, who don't get it. It makes all, makes all the sense now. Yeah, that that to me is fucking nuts. Like. I mean, I, agree. I think, you know, first and foremost, you don't want a person that can write, right. sure, but, I mean, I feel like you'd want someone that has a working knowledge of that world. And an appreciation for it, Yeah. Too. Yeah, like, for sure. Obviously, you don't want a fanboy just in there just kind of writing their slash fiction and trying to put it right. on TV. Yeah, no, there's definitely a balance to be struck, for sure, but... Yeah, but this person has respect for the character, and it was like, right. this story would fit this character perfect because of this, this, this that has happened in the past. 100%. And let's yeah. have him feud with this person because, you know, if you take it back three years ago, there was that one show where we had them do this, but nothing ever really happened. So we can say, like, that's where it started, and then fucking weave this intricate, awesome story. Maybe they're like, because eh. you're banking on the people that watch Raw not having that kind of an attention span. Maybe that's bring in, bring in the guy that just did General Hospital. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't have such problems with attention span if the show wasn't nine hours long. Oh, shit. But yeah, it's... But Moly Meets the Eye this week, man, like, you had a, a, a very major character death, you know, from a guy that's been around since, like, you know, the early, early days. And, you know, they're going to stay dead because, you know, they don't pull that bullshit. Uh, the, you know, the the sort of the binding you know, fabric of this most recent storyline is they're on this, you know, remote planet under siege by the Decepticon Justice Division, which is like Megatron's kill squad. And they have their sights on Megatron for betraying the fucking cause, you know, for working on Autobot badge and being, you know, they proceed to be Optimus Prime's lab boy. So, you know, very early on in this arc, you know, Megatron makes comments about how, like, he kind of feels weak and, and muddy because of this, quote-unquote, fool's energon they're feeding him. That You know, they, you know he's where he's losing himself to it because, they're, you know, they're, it's the stuff that they, they keep him, they give him to keep him pacified, basically. To kind of, like, you know, make sure he doesn't revert back to his evil ways and shit. 
And so he adopted this whole thing of like pacifism, like Megatron vowed to never hurt another living thing again. He you know, wouldn't go into battle against even the DJD or whatever. And so while everybody's out there fighting and getting their shit wrecked, you know, uh, you know, he said he tells Ratchet tells him, "Why aren't you going out there and fight?" He says, "Because I'm worried that if I go out there and fight, I'll never stop." You know, and then you know what. What I do this time would make what I do last time look like, you know, a field day, you know, because yeah, this shit's keeping me in check. And Ratchet tells him, in retrospect, maybe not surprisingly, that there's no such thing as Fool's Inner John. And, uh, you know, he's been the same person he's been all along this entire time. And, you know, he's been an utter control, at which point Megatron grabs his fucking giant gun arm and wrecks shit on the battlefield. And it was awesome. <laughs> it was so awesome. <laughs> that book is so goddamn good, you guys. It's one of those like you know this is the shit that everyone should be reading because it's it's always good. They never bullshit you at all and never insult you. It's wonderful. So fucking well, probably good. what the movie should be like maybe. Yeah, kind of that. Kind of that. Oh, speaking of, uh, confirmed. Oh, let's speak of please. Confirmed. Tyrese Gibson is going to be in Transformers Five: The Last Night, so everyone can breathe easy now. You may remember his uh, most memorable line from the first movie, left cheek, left cheek, left cheek. <laughs> and, damn! <laughs> yeah. I think he may have at one point shouted, I believe, and I quote, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about! Pretty sure Ladies that was in there, too. Tyrese, Tyrese Gibson. Gibson. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson. Uh, what the fuck else? Um, oh, okay, so the, I, I also I love this fucking Web Warriors book. That they've got is you know kind of spinning out of the Spider Verse story from like a couple years ago, and so this issue has our core team of like interdimensional Spider Mans fighting alongside uh, a Spider Man in a Megamorph, which that shit is a deep cut. Like even for me, <laughs> like the Megamorphs were a it was a Toy Biz action figure line. Yes, they were doing like you know everything. Like, and they had, like, you know, the water wars and shit. Yeah. So, it was, like, it was basically, like, Transformer Marvel shit. Yeah, it was before Hasbro had the Marvel license. Right. And Toy Biz was like, well, we want to make Transformers, so we'll call them Megamorphs. But they also came with little action figures, too. Right. So, and, like, they made, like, a suit. Like, you put the little action figure in, like, this, you know, like, big fucking, you know, Captain America went into this big Captain America mech. And Hulk, for some reason, also went into a Hulk mech. <laughs> I don't know why that is. But to see the Megamorphs fighting in this comic book was pretty cool. Again, it's one of those things. The guys that make that book obviously love all the goofy Spider-Man shit, all the different multiple world stuff. So that was that was a lot of fun. That was really, really cool. Um, oh, it wasn't. The Transformers were called Marvel Shapeshifters. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. because it automatically made me think of this Punisher toy, which in this picture he is in mid-transformation. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Punisher. I don't know. I think he transforms into a gun or a tank or something. But in this picture, he's in mid-transformation, <laughs> and he just has a huge rocket dick. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I remember those now, too, though. You're totally right, yeah. Fuck, that's awesome. So good. Yeah, the Megamorphs are kind of more like Gundams, almost. Like Gundam suits. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. And they had, like, a little figure that went with them. Yeah. 
and they were like all vac metalized and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, uh, the nineties. It was it was super fucking fun, super fun. Um, let's see, uh, Power Remember Man and Iron Transformers had like some some weight to them. Yeah, they were made out of metal. <laughs> yeah, some fucking like umps, like you could knock somebody out with one of the Dinobots. Yeah, I bought um the Titanium series Optimus Prime at Botcon, and it's based <laughs> off of the uh, War Within design, like pre Cybertron War shit. Love that design, you know. Really important for, to me to get the figure new in the box because the figure is like no bullshit, probably ninety percent die cast, which is more steel than they even had like back in the day. So it's it's, a, it's fucking heavy. It's the size of like a lot size figure, but it weighs like ten times as much, you know. And uh, over time, some of the plastic joints you know, kind of sag and, like, lose their, their you know, their ability uh, yeah. to hold up the arms and shit because the arms weigh fucking three pounds or some such nonsense. Yeah, those are some hefty fucking toys. But even kind of like, um, I have both, I have the G1 Fort Max and I have the new Metroplex it came out with a couple years ago. About the same size, Fort Max weighs five times as much. Like, that fucker, you could beat someone to death with it because, <laughs> you know, it's got a... A fucking steel chassis in that son of a bitch. It's crazy. <laughs> fucking independent suspension on that son of a bitch. But yeah, no, what was it? Um, Power Man and Iron Fist number five is a standalone, um, very Rashomon esque tale where this uh, DJ is talking about like how, you know, these, these Power Man and Iron Fist were seen kicking the shit out of, uh, how that was it, uh, Manslaughter Marsdale. And there's YouTube video footage and all this shit, whatever. And so it's like, this is what the kid who shot the video said happened. And this is what the hot dog vendor says happened. This is what manslaughter says happened. And it's fucking great. It's a lot of damn fun. That, that book is wonderful. No, doing, uh, the, the, the buddy cop dynamic between the two of them is really great. And Jessica's getting on to Luke for swearing so much. So he says fiddle faddle a lot instead of motherfucker, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking fiddle faddle. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't want the baby picking up all the foul language. So he says fiddle faddle. It's so good. So, so good. <laughs> Popple juice and it is Popple juice and fiddle faddle. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, the Civil War tie-in issue to Captain America, uh, Sam Wilson. Not to be confused with the aforementioned, probably not so Hydra, Captain America, Steve Rogers book. Because fuck it. There's two of them now. Whatever. Um, and then um, lastly, the uh, newest issue of Archie is wonderful. It's uh, number nine. Uh, Veronica's uh, dad has decreed that, you know, whatever, I can't stop my daughter from dating this redheaded asshole, but I'll never want to see him again. So they're forced to hang out at Archie's house, which is a bit of a stretch for Veronica. So when his mom tells her to make herself at home, she brings in cooks and maids and giant televisions and tries to fucking revamp the Andrews house. And, you know, delightful hijinks ensue. But at the end, everyone realizes that the right answer is compromise, and everyone's happy. It's great. Goddamn. These fucking Archie books, you guys. These uh, fucking Archie books. So, searching for that uh, Punisher with the rocket dick, uh, I found this. Uh, you ended up on some FBI watch list? You remember this <laughs> old Marvel Select? Remember this old Marvel Select Punisher figure that was him and some thug reenacting that scene with Jodie Foster from The Accused? Yeah, yeah. I sold that bitch on eBay for like 40 bucks a few years ago. <laughs> uh, it's, oh, he's got the guy fucking handcuffed to it, too. Oh. Yeah, straight the fuck up handcuffed. 
what is it? Uh, what's the the neon sign on the window? Uh, Mottery. I think Matthew's Tavern or something like that. It's a bar window, basically. Yeah. Yeah, the guy is uh his hands are chained to this the back legs. He has a fucking grenade in his mouth. <laughs> and he's just ready to get fucked. It yeah. really is unsettling. That's one of those few I don't have many toys that my wife has ever looked at and went, Come on the fuck. But that's one of them. She's we like have children. We gotta put that shit away. <laughs> but I got them them Clyde Barker shits are on the high shelf right now. And I can't even have my puppet master shit out because they're creepy. Which they kind of are creepy. I got them life-size puppet masters, Joe. They're terrifying. So yeah, I don't. I guess I want my kids to sleep at some point, so they gotta stay in the garage. Pussies, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. all I got, man. Anything, uh, anything else we're talking about before we wrap this shit up? Uh, no. All right. Let's uh, let's call it then, man. I'm going to take a minute, go down, and watch the uh, uh, finale of the Common Rider Amazons, which it's crazy because it's only 13 episodes, which, you know, is normal for most shows, but all this, like, Japan shit I've been watching, these seasons are fucking 30, 40, 50 episodes long. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do with myself now? <laughs> going to be this Amazon-shaped hole in my chest. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do this uh, next week, and... See about getting my hands on uh, this Dawn of Justice extended cut in the most legitimate way possible. I'm sure. Well, uh, let's uh, let's plan to wait until at the very least it comes out on actual. Oh, of course, Blu-ray, yeah. which yeah. I think is a couple weeks from now. I'm just thinking ahead. That's all. Just looking to the future. Look at the future. That's all. That's all. You know, we're going to give people a chance to check it out. And you know, I, I invite you all to uh, do. I, I, you know what? I'll bet we have a fucking full chat room that night. Oh yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll bet we fucking have them hanging for Raptor that night. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do this shit again next week, and uh, I will see you sons of bitches this weekend. Oh man, uh-huh. you try and stop us. Uh, great. Looks like it's coming out on July nineteenth. So, um, when the fuck is San Diego this year? I feel because like be right around it, it, it's in July, isn't it? Yeah, it's in July. <laughs> uh, so uh, that might be San Diego week. So that might be perfect. Okay, yeah. San Diego starts on July 21st. Wait. I'm looking at June. God damn it. All right. So, okay. Let, yeah, San Diego starts on July 21st. That Tuesday that it comes out is the nineteenth. So let's let's look into actually watching it on release date. Okay, okay. Uh, people should be able to get it together by then, and uh, let's fucking shit. Maybe we could even have fucking YouTube Live up and running by then. Ah, uh, shit. Might be cool. I don't know if we want to like push the envelope and try and put the the video in like a little little thumbnail box in the corner or something but i say that's definitely not how we want to begin off a ray <laughs> <at> youtube live <laughs> good yeah. point so yeah that that'll be perfect because we all know the week before comic-con 
is garbage for news anyhow. Oh yeah, nothing unless happens. they all release their news the week before, like they have been doing. So yeah, let's pl- let's plan on it. Yep. Good shit. All right. So, yeah, that, that's uh, that's the thing we're gonna do. Ooh, Mark buddy. calendars, kids. You know what though? Wonder Woman was great. She really was, and maybe there's more of her in this cut. Maybe maybe that's more goodness. Great. She's got great thighs, man. Mm. Like, I don't want to say some blanket <laughs> shit like it can't be worse, but it can be worse, right? I mean, come like, on. It can be worse. Like, if you're getting if you're getting Jodie Foster in The Accused for two and a half hours, and you go, how could this get worse? <laughs> you, you add an extra half hour onto it, like, may, but maybe that extra half hour is them being tender lovers. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what makes me nervous because, again, that movie is not short. And, like, the last thing I ever thought was, you know what this movie needs? More of all of this but shit. we'll be in it together. We will. That's true. We will share in the experience. We'll Good, be better, to, otherwise. We're going to share it. We'll be able to laugh about it and shit talk it as it goes, even though it'll be Kelly's first time. But who knows? Maybe, maybe like, 45 minutes in, We'll all go dead silent because we're just captured by See, this ultimate said edition. That part of me thought I should probably watch it first. Mm-mm. But <laughs> but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think I think no, we got to do it all virgin. Yep. So yeah, that's uh, that's in the cards, kids. Be good times. So yeah, in the meantime, come back next week. We'll do our regular uh, buffoonery. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, you can call us 616-951-1POD. Uh, email us, podcast at panelsonpages.com. And yeah, good times will be had by all. So uh, for Jason Nyes and Jose Guzman, I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, good night. We love you. Goodbye. No matter what way the fans receive music, we have strange music. We'll be right there in it. Although streaming services make it nearly impossible for artists to make some real bread, we will prevail and take over all facets of the music industry. All of us are over it, so we're taking over it. So cold the shoulder gets, cause we're Gonna make it difficult for other rappers to get their rhymes up Nines are mine, fuck, I'm the kind to design the crime Bury them all in lime, your shine's behind us Stop, you can do it all day, but you're not gonna pop me The crew and all leg in the box, you were topping the charts Look at the people not even jocking your art Why's that? Cause everybody that really buys rap Don't wanna listen to any guys yap Fly, this only get in the sky cap 3X, we test the best Reflect, cause you're about to go see death And the killer gonna be tech all the people never gonna re-elect Such a reject when I spit vital With this title you sit idle Like she crashed me over it All of us are over it So we're taking over it So cold the shoulder gets Cause we're
show That right there gonna be your dough You fizzing out and we won't mow We gon' blow Them all away, then haul away The raw decay, then y'all say we don't know The car to spray, the fraud away Make it a holiday to kill him when he don't flow I'm enhanced and polished All of the women, they wanna dance and frolic It was a winner with a lot of grands in pockets Now you get rants and audits We bored with your quick to hit show With a war with the scripture Mr. Forbes list a bigger figure from a poor nigga A lot of y'all names I could say If I was evil, I really would sway But I was taught to not be no punk And don't put no punches, my hood say But since y'all acting like Bianca's and Beatrice's I should say your last album was everywhere And I don't mean that in a good way We over it Shoulder gets Cause we're over Pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 boo. 